All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Write down our toll-free telephone number. You want to be a part of the program. Um, I'm really, really proud of Wall Street. I, I've known a lot of people. I'm very cynical. I've, I've known a lot of people that have worked in Wall Street for a long time. Eh, I'm not the biggest fan of Wall Street for a lot of different reasons. There's a lot of people that I've met over the years that are wonderful people that work there. So I don't like broad sweeping generalizations. And I've met some real sleazeballs that have worked on Wall Street. What, am I wrong? You worked there for a while, and you're one of the good ones. I am. I'm uh, a rare exception. Rare ex- No, there were some good people there. Good, you know, that really, you know, it's like they don't produce anything. And they make money off everyone else's money. And they make money moving money around here, there, and everywhere. doesn't mean there's not a need for it. There's a ton of need for it. There's a need for people to invest, private equity companies, and, and that's helps our economy thrive so i I don't want to minimize the great work that they do and many companies wouldn't get off the ground without the type of financing that wall street uh can often offer people um and the due diligence and frankly the the business support system that they offer so they're really good people there new york post has on their cover today schooled on hate justice for palestine now here's what's interesting it also has a subheading Wall Street wants the names of Harvard's Israeli bashers so they don't hire them. Now, this is pretty amazing. Calls to defund anti-Semitic colleges. Well, and they talked about the story of one hedge fund manager, a guy by the name of Bill Ackman. I've heard his name before. I don't know anything about him. And other Wall Street executives, they want the names of the students at the 31 Harvard groups that blamed Israel, and only Israel, for the attacks by Hamas the unprovoked attacks by Hamas. Another top Wall Street executive quoted in this article saying that he's going to stop giving to the University of Pennsylvania, I believe the Wharton School of Business, until they denounce the terrorists. I was like, the, the original statement said, we the undersigned, uh, undersigned student organizations. It said, hold the Isra- Israeli regime entirely responsible for all unfolding violence. The apartheid regime is the only one to blame. Israeli violence has structured every aspect of Palestinian existence for years. Then the letter included the names of about three dozen student groups, 31 to be exact. And that letter has since been updated for student safety to remove the list of groups who signed it. But by the way, people already have it and fears that that some of the nation's brightest young minds had doomed their futures, led former Harvard President Lawrence Summers to caution against singling out students who were naive and foolish about what they were signing. No, uh, Lawrence, uh, they're in freaking Harvard. Excuse me. There's no excuse. They knew damn well what they were doing. They were aiding, abetting, offering moral support to terrorists. And would you say the same thing if students at Harvard said the same thing if they blamed America for 9-11, extrapolated out. I've been given the numbers, you know, population of America versus population of Israel. That would be the equivalent of over 37,000 dead Americans in a single day. You talk about 9-11, 2,977 of our fellow Americans died in a single day. Many others we lost after from 9-11 related illnesses. That was really, that was real. You know, but if, you know, this hedge fund billionaire and these other, you know, dozens of business executives, they, they, they're pledging they will not hire 
any members of these student groups at Harvard that signed on to the letter blaming Israel, the victim here. And by the way, late Tuesday, 17 other Harvard groups, you know, around 500 faculty and staff of 3,000 others signed a counter statement attacking the other group's letter as completely wrong, deeply offensive. Finally reported at the Harvard Crimson. Now, last night on TV, I had my friend Cornell West. He always says, Brother Sean, Brother Cornell, how are you? Good to see you. And I said, I'm, I'm, I'm really teed off. He said, well, they weren't wrong. They just were missing nuance. Huh? Missing nuance? No. That is supporting terrorism. That's it. Pure and simple. And blaming the victim. Linda, last time I checked, in the politically correct world, it's wrong to blame victims, is it not? In a woke world, you don't blame victims. You're sympathetic towards the victims. And so, you know, and then I'll tell you, one of the University of Pennsylvania's biggest benefactors, anyway, Apollo Management CEO, this guy's name is Mark uh, Rowan, uh, and anyway, he apparently graduated from Wharton School of Business, donated over $50 million dollars since what 2018 to the school of business and by the way one of the biggest benefactors and you know he literally is you know close to he's literally telling other donors close your checkbook because of the college's failure to condemn the terrorist group hamas and for their ruthless attack beheading children and the prime minister of israel tweeted out a picture today on x so i guess didn't tweet he x'd out pictures of the dead babies beheaded and burned and we've been bringing you these stories telling you the reality of what has happened here and anyway so he's telling people close your checkbooks completely support him i don't support boycotts you're free to make your own decisions but you know at the end of this debate last night we'll get into more detail i'm going to play a portion of this debate at the end i said here's the sad part guys you're both professors at Harvard." Both very smart men, Professor Dershowitz, Professor Cornell West. I said, we couldn't have this debate on a Harvard campus. They wouldn't allow it. That's how these these institutions of learning have become so woke and so politically uh, correct that I guess, you know, you you can only attack conservative African-Americans or conservative minorities or, in this case, people that are Jewish is, is, is rampant anti-Semitism, virulent anti-Semitism, this prominent? I never thought I'd, I'd see this so widespread on college campuses, and, and I don't have a high bar of expectations for freedom on any college campus. But this is sick. This is beyond the pale. You know, I know somebody that, is a, that hires a lot of people. He once said to me, I'm not interested in Ivy League students. I said, why not? He goes, I want the kids whose parents were middle class that struggled, the, the, the parents of civil servants. Well, I kind of describe in my background, that's my mom, the prison guard, my dad, the family court, court probation officer and waiter. And I said, why? They're hungrier. They, they, live in a, they, they live in the real world. They haven't been coddled on these college campuses. I mean, it was pretty powerful. Very powerful. By the way, BB is now exposing left and right. Just just check out his ex account. Look at the pictures yourself. As a matter of fact, Linda, put a link to it on on our website so people can see the the tragedy. They had pictures. I mean, 
I, it's so heartbreaking. Accounts of merging of scores of children taken captive by the terrorist group Hamas. And when they unleashed this assault uh, over the weekend, innocent kids thought to be in terrorist hands as young as nine months old. The images of dead, 40 dead babies are real. That's not made up. It's not fake. The, the, decapita- the decapitating of children and others has taken place. The burning of children and others has taken place. You know, they've got, um, they, they got in the New York Post today pictures. You know, this is happening. And, and they, they've got the pictures of the kids. Brief video making the round social media shows kindergarten teacher, I won't give her name, clutching her sons, Ariel three and a nine-month-old son, and, if, and the family is they're abducted by Hamas from their neighborhood, or kibbutz as they call it in, in southern Israel, that's near Gaza. And the family, including her husband and, and father, hunkering down in safe rooms when the terrorists descended. I couldn't believe the picture, you know, somebody said on the BBC, of this harrowing footage. You know, they've taken them without any food, without any diapers, without nothing. I don't think, I don't know if we'll ever see this family again. The odds are not in their favor. You know, I, I always tell people that ask me about my self-defense training. What do I do? And I'll, I'll give them a few things to do. I'm not going to disclose it on, on radio because I have a whole set of things that I'm going to do if somebody tries to come at me. And I will defend myself. And anyway, but I do give people advice. And one of the things I'll say, if somebody's ever trying, for example, I give advice to... to my, my own daughter, for example, they're ever trying to get you in a car. I said, sweetheart, you believe in Jesus. You believe in an afterlife. I said, if you're going to die, die right there. Fight to the death right there, not to get in that car. Why do I say that? Because if you get in the car, your odds of ever being seen again are extremely low. Remember when we actually were able to rescue this girl that had been kidnapped and we found her, I was like, oh, that's, that's a miracle from heaven because that's not usually the outcome. They have this beautiful young woman. Did you see this picture today? This, this, you know, I don't know how old this young lady is, but beautiful young girl. You know, for whatever reason, Hamas killed this young girl. They show the picture of the mother to give in an interview. This guy, I just look at this kid and I'm like, it could be an all-American girl, all, all Israeli girl, young, happy. You know, she's got like handprints on her on her thigh and, you know, just why? 260 kids that age were slaughtered that went to that concert. And we now know Hamas is using hostages as human shields. We, we predicted that was going to happen. You know, at this point, Israel has been saying, if you stay, you will die. They've been telling and warning the people of Gaza, get out. Egypt wants nothing to do with them. They closed their border. Jordan wants nothing. None of these countries want anything to do with them. They've really got nowhere else to go. But for every dead person, you can blame Hamas and Iran. Those are the people responsible. And I think by the end of this, Gaza will no longer exist. Hamas will not have Gaza to fire their rockets into Israel anymore. By the way, I forgot to tell you, these Harvard students now in a full-blown, you know, cover-your-ass mode after their pro-Hamas letters have backfired. Anyway, a flurry of these students now are desperately trying to backtrack 
their imbecilic and idiotic support blaming Israel for this slaughter. Good luck to you. And I hope these Wall Street firms are able to piece together who the students are. So this way they don't hire them. Hamas has now called for their supporters to make tomorrow, Friday the 13th, a global day of jihad. Now, I care about everyone in my audience. I'm going to urge all of you, take this seriously. If you're in a big city, like New York City, I'm telling my staff I'm being bringing in a bare-bones staff tomorrow for radio and TV. Just enough to get on the air. Linda, you've been instructed. Tell everybody to stay home. I don't want anybody here. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out how to get a show up on the air. We've had to do it before. Take it seriously. Top Hamas terrorists citing Biden's Iran deal as the reason they took hostages. Wow. Why would they not be emboldened? Why not? It pays. When you pay $6 billion for hostages, I told you this would happen. Bernie Sanders, he denounced uh, Israel for committing war crimes. Of course, Bernie Sanders. You know, the genius, you know, radical socialist that he is. Again, praised by the left. Take this seriously. This national day of jihad. You know, it's... um, or holy war, and they want it worldwide. Just to be very clear here, I would take it seriously. Because you know what? There are enough lunatics, there's enough evil in this world that they mean it, and some will act on it. You've been hearing me warn you about Joe Biden's aiding and abetting open borders. And I will tell you, this open borders, I guarantee you by the end of this year, we'll have 8 million Joe Biden illegal immigrants that he facilitated into this country, defied his oath to the Constitution and uphold the laws of this land. And I, I, t- I promise you I am not wrong. That among them are people that are terrorists or affiliated with terrorists. And one day we will pay a price for Joe's idiocy. And, you know, just remember I said it. Because I'm, I'm, I pray to God that I'm wrong. I really do. I pray to God I, that you can call me, see Hannity, it's 10 years later, you idiot. Nothing would make me happier. I'm not wrong. I'm not. And when it happens, Joe will have blood on his hands for not enforcing the laws of this country. 800-941-SEAN. I've been saying this. By the way, Linda, have you noticed I've not been criticized for this by the mob? You know why? Because they know damn well what I'm saying is true. How many people on the terror watch list did we catch? Well, how many got through that we didn't? No background checks. 99% of people, according to this congressional report, were allowed to stay. You know, Mike Lindell embedded my pillow over 20 years ago. They're celebrating their 20th anniversary. And he's now come out with his MyPillow 2.0. Now, this, te- this, this pillow still has the same patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow that you love. Here's the difference. Technology has changed, and their fabric is now made with temperature-regulating thread, which means that it's not only the softest and smoothest pillow, it is literally the coolest pillow you'll ever own. So if you toss and turn and then flip your pillow over at night to get the cooler side of the pillow on your face, like I do, well, you won't have to do that ever again. Anyway, now on sale for the 20th anniversary, usually $79.98 for a queen. Now it's only $39.99, 10 bucks more for a king. Anyway, it has that temperature-regulating technology, 100% made in the U.S., 10-year warranty, 60-day unconditional money-back guarantee. Now, they have other deep discounts on other great MyPillow products as part of this anniversary sale. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Sean Hannity Square, 
or just call 800-919-6090. Mention my name, and you're going to love my Pillow 2.0.